So the best forms of exercise, in my opinion, are the ones that help us improve our posture and open our posture while we're also improving the other things that we want, whether that be body composition or the, the things that we're doing to actually get the health for the brain benefit. Welcome to Vitality Evolutions podcast. Discover life-changing advice and insights from lifestyle, fitness and nutrition experts on how to achieve a healthy, fit body and a powerful, vibrant mind. Feel stronger and live longer. Are you ready to rejuvenate your body, mind and spirit? Welcome to Vitality Evolution. I'm very happy to introduce to you today Brandon Campbell. Brandon is a father of four, husband, athlete, master coach, and he supports people in optimizing their experience of life. Over the past 18 years, Brandon has personally coached hundreds of people and reached thousands more through his online presence and media appearance. You can reach him as limitlessproductivity.com. His website is limitlessproductivity.com. And um, hey, Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Wolf. Thanks for having me here. I appreciate it. <clears throat> Absolutely. So today we'll be talking about working out and exercising from home and the even greater importance of movement during times of stress and uncertainty. But um, why don't we get started with, um, again, about your passion, where you're coming from, and give us a little bit of a history. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been uh, professionally coaching now for over 18 years. And so uh, I have gotten a lot of experience in all different facets of, of these sorts of things. Uh, and so for the first part of my career, I was heavily focused on biomechanics and exercise physiology and the biochemistry of nutrition and things like that. And then after about, you know, close to a decade of diving deep into that, I started to realize that there was more at work. Uh, so really started focusing on the psychology of some of these things, what was happening in the brain with studying neuroscience, and then also uh, kind of dove into NLP and a couple of other technologies around that uh, to support my clients in creating more permanent results. Uh, so that's kind of my specialty now is really focusing on finding a way for someone to not just change, right, which isn't particularly right. difficult, but to create transformation and become a new person with new habits and new behaviors and really new beliefs about who they are okay. and, and the way that they, they do this stuff. So, All right. So let's talk about fitness. I mean, what does fitness really do for us? Yeah, great question. So the, the fitness piece of this that gets really confused a lot of times is I always the next question is, fit for what, right? What are you going to be fit for? And so most of us, when we just look at the general state of fitness for the vast majority of you know people in the world now, uh, they're very fit for sitting in front of a computer screen, right? And so they've, they've adapted their body to fitness for being desk ridden, right? And kind of sitting at a desk. So when we think right. about fitness for like the application that we're gonna talk about today, we're thinking about fitness for health, right? Fitness for what we're built for in terms of the biomechanics that we have, which is movement and is like freedom of movement and great range of motion through the joints and mobility. Uh, so fitness is something that we can, you know, certainly grow into, uh, but we want to kind of recognize what we're going to get out of it and if it's going to be great for our health or 
just for some other purpose. So fitness is really like the ask, asking the real question, what am I wanting to be fit for? And then go from there and we can explore really deeply into that. Okay, so then what are some of the best forms of exercise that we can do? Yeah, so great question. In terms of the, the way that I like to frame things, I want to get a lot done uh, in a multifaceted way when it comes to exercise. So with, with functional movement, we can do a lot to improve our posture and improve kind of the, the physiology that we have while we're going through and doing what we do. So traditional mm -hmm. exercise for a lot of people is really, really heavily based in push work. And so a lot of people doing a lot of push-ups, a lot of squats, um, a lot of things that are much more into kind of that frame of, of rolled round posture as well. And that's the last thing that I want for most of my clients because most people now, as we talked about fitness and the piece there, are kind of already assuming postures that are less than biomechanically sound, right? That can lead to you know, bad posture, all kinds of chronic pain issues and tension in the body. So the best forms of exercise, in my opinion, are the ones that help us improve our posture and open our posture while we're also improving the other things that we want, whether that be body composition or the, the things that we're doing to actually get the health for the brain benefit. So a couple of the, my favorite forms of exercise are posterior chain work, right? So things like uh, deadlifts and, and things where we're really working the back musculature, right? So rows, things like that. And then also kind of the fundamental piece of exercise that I love for everyone, given that they work up to it and they do it properly, are sprints. Right? Sprints are kind of one of the big things that we know uh, increase the hormones that we want to increase, allow us to really kind of have health and longevity. And uh, once you can do them effectively, there is no better use of time, right? Uh, a sprint session in 15 to 20 minutes, once every seven to 10 days can be monumental in the benefits that it provides to people. Yeah. So, I mean, under the current circumstances, we're all cooped up, we're stuck at home during COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, many people say, well, I can't go to the gym, I can't do my classes. Well, the good news is that we can do online classes, but I also think that it gives us an opportunity to really kind of do core strengthening, do kind of those kind of exercises we can do at home, um, like you said earlier, push-ups and all those kind of things. So let's talk about that a little bit. What do you think are some of the routines, some of the exercises that we should or can do at home? Yeah, great question. So in terms of at home, uh, there are always going to be things that you can use even if you don't have a home gym. A lot of us kind of have this idea of we can only work out if we have this, you know, pretty gym to go to with all of this equipment and things like that. Uh, but our body is really the best implement that we have to work with. And so if, if you have, you know, some space available, which you can carve out even, you know, six feet in a circle, right? There's a lot that we can do with. So in terms of like exercise, body weight movement is really good. Uh, there are things like planks that you can do, right? And things like push-up position where we can get into a push-up position. And then from that position, we don't only have to push up, right? We can also do shoulder st stabilization work and do rows and things where we are stable around our shoulder girdles. Uh, we can certainly do all kinds of core work that is more, uh, when it comes to core work for me, I again like it to be functional. So instead of a ton of crunches and things like that, that again are assuming that posture that most of us are trying to break, I prefer things like a plank, and some of that doesn't all have to be in a traditional plank on the forearms and on the toes like most people think. I love seated planks, right? So if we're here having this conversation, I can come out to the edge of my seat a little bit, 
rock back and keep my spine nice and erect and then get tension on my stomach in a plank like you know kind of activation pattern here and allow myself to be active and engaged in my core here while we have this discussion right so it's really really easy right. to get some of this stuff in and the more regularly we get it in the better so it doesn't have to be an hour-long block in the traditional sense of exercise either we can do it you know three to five minutes at a time broken up throughout the course of the day really easily yeah, and I think that's especially important I mean, for people that are working from home who are really like sitting pretty much, you know, eight, ten hours just on their computer. You know, hopefully they have work and can work from home. But as you said, it's really important to kind of to use those, use the time and in, invest in kind of taking those little breaks and, and kind of just set your mind to it. And, you know, I sometimes say, um, you know, maybe it's good to even set, make a little appointment, you know, put it in there because it's very easy to overlook and suddenly it's the afternoon and evening and you again haven't done anything. So by, by maybe putting a five, 10 minute appointment for yourself on your book, I think that could, could help, right? Absolutely. And, and for a lot of people, even just setting a timer on a cell phone, right? Like there are lots of things that they can do uh, to break kind of some of that. One of the things that I always encourage my clients to do is, you know, allow the focus that you have to dictate the movement that you actually insert, right? So your focus is going to wane the longer that you sit at any specific point, right? So if we're on our computer and we're doing productive work for say the first 30 minutes, 45 minutes maybe, by the time an hour rolls around, our productivity is going to dive. And that's pretty universal for most of us because our attention spans are getting less and less with things like social media and the prevalence of all these chimes and beeps that we have going on on our phones all the time anyway. So for us, right, if our focus and kind of concentration is starting to diminish, then that's a great time to break, right? And do a quick movement break, get your heart rate up, get your, your physiology and movement and just allow yourself to know, okay, if I do this, then exercise doesn't just benefit the body. It also benefits the brain and the neurotransmitters that will get released, things like BDNF that get released whenever we do move our right. body and get into action, then can help us come back and be better focused again. So we can actually be far more productive by breaking things up like that and allowing our own focus and concentration to guide when we're going to leverage movement effectively. Interesting. So. What comes to my mind is like a question like what's actually the difference between fitness and health? Um, you know, how do we look at that? Yeah, so this is an interesting one and, and part of this goes back to some of my own personal experience as well. A lot of us think about fitness as being kind of the end all be all of health, right? And so we look to these people who grace the covers of magazines and are there without their shirts on or they're in bikinis and things like that that look to be incredibly healthy, right? And in kind of our you know, Western world, especially, that's the ideal form of fitness, right? Is like, okay, there's right. a fitness model here. And I myself have competed in a few fitness competitions. And the thing that I was blown away by, by competing there, is you go backstage and you're with all of these people there. And, you know, you have some of the people who look to be incredibly fit and are just cut. And everyone there is like very, very low body fat percentage. And there are people passing out backstage because they're so dehydrated to look this way that they can't even function, right? Their brains aren't working, their bodies are, are actually crashing. So the thing that's really important for us to recognize is fitness and health are definitely not the same thing. 
fitness and the appearance that we think of being very fit is something for most people that's very finite, right? It's like a point in time when they have that cover shoot or a point in time when they actually do their competition. And that's the only time that they really look that way. The rest of the time, yeah. they're kind of, you know, a little bit more, you know, puffy or, or look much more normal. And so for me, when it comes to like fitness and health, the distinction I make is health is something that we can measure with the way that we actually feel. Right. So for most of my clients, I'm much more concerned with the feedback that we have around their energy levels. Right. Like what's your energy level like? What's your cognitive function like? How is your your focus, your concentration, your memory? And then how do you like just overall feel about yourself? Right. And if we can kind of have those things be more of the guiding principles for what we're focusing on, then that's much better to indicate to us where our health is because you don't have to be incredibly fit and be able to do, uh, you know, go to the CrossFit games to be able to be very healthy. And in fact, a lot of those people aren't as healthy as you would think they are. Um, so they're very different things. And for most of us, we're far right. more concerned with and, I mean, health. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I think the point is there too, uh, which we need to understand it. If you, if you just want to become these uh, you know, become so fit in your own way that, you know, you're trying to compete or whatever. You're dealing with a lot of injuries, sports injuries, with, with, with um, you know, which a lot of people, you know, are plagued with when you push yourself to that limit. So for a lot of the listeners and uh, members of, of Vitality Evolution, I always say, you know, focus on the health, you know, try to eliminate, you know, disease uh, or, or prevent disease. And, and rather focus on a, on an overall wellness and really balance your body, mind, and spirit. You know, absolutely, I agree wholeheartedly. <clears throat> so, um, so what are the most important measurements, let's say, to asset, um, assess health and wellness? Like, what do we need to look at? What are some of those criteria? Yeah, so a couple of things that we had already talked about, right? Like energy level is a really big one, right? Because if we mm -hmm. if we lack energy, there's a reason for it, right? It's it's not just for no reason that if we don't have the energy that we'd like to have. Um, the cognitive function piece, right? If you can actually be focused and concentrate and have great recall and memory, that's a, a big thing that's really important to measure. And then the other things that I like to look at for most people that really give us some great indications are sleep quality, right? What's sleep quality like? When you go to sleep, can you quickly fall asleep and stay asleep? Um, are you having a hard time going to sleep? Those sorts of things. When you wake up, do you wake up feeling rested and feeling like you're, you're ready to take on the day? Um, and then also uh, with kind of the, the combination of those, what's it like, you know, throughout the course of a day for you? Right. Is, is your day fairly consistent where you, you have energy all throughout the day and you know that it's going to be kind of waning in the evening as you are kind of winding down and getting ready for bed? Or is your energy rising and falling constantly? Right. So right. for a lot of people, they have that constant like variability with their energy. A lot of times that's very, very tied to their blood sugar. Right. And where their their blood glucose levels are. So they'll, you know, kind of have a little spike, feel like some energy's there and then have a crash or they'll drink their third cup of coffee, have a little spike of energy and then have a really hard crash. And so if that's happening, then those are things where, again, those are much more useful to measure as indicators of actual health 
in my mind than even things like body composition and body weight are because at the end of the day for for me i see those as side effects right those are side effects of having healthy habits and healthy behaviors if you're doing things that are actually caring for your physiology caring for your brain caring for your body then you will see some of those other metrics change but that shouldn't be the end all be all in my in my opinion yeah very good. Well, lots of great information um, today, definitely to absorb and for many people to take to heart. So again, um, people can reach you at LimitlessProductivity.com. Do you have any um, closing words for us today, Brandon? I, I think the big thing, Wolf, for me is uh, with what we have going on right now, the other piece of this that it is easy to kind of discount, movement and exercise, right, help us in a lot of ways, not just in the body, as I alluded to earlier. So most of us are under more stress right now, right? Like have a lot of uncertainty going on. There's a lot of like things out there in the media that don't necessarily leave us feeling really good. And so when we go and we go for a walk and we get our heart rate elevated and we do some of these things with movement, they really help us to not always necessarily just relieve stress because you know we have different types of stress. Exercise can be a stress in and of itself, but it can be something that's positive for the body and get some of that stuff to move through us. So right now, especially for, for the people who are here listening with us and, and who are kind of taking this message to heart, the more that you can move yourself and get into your body and allow yourself to be present to both your breath and the things that you're doing, then the easier it will be to get through a lot of what we're experiencing in the world right now. Uh, so that would be the thing I would leave people with is, you know, the movement that you're going to be engaged in is going to be something that will be far more beneficial than you may fully appreciate. And it's certainly not just about your waistline. It's much more about your, your health overall, and that includes your mental well-being. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much for your valuable insight. and and um, connecting with us today. Again, you guys can reach Brandon at LimitlessProductivity.com. Brandon, be safe, have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, Wolf.